because it just feels like it's sparkling white wine. It's special champagne. It's an Italian champagne, really. Well, it could, no, it's an Italian sparkling white wine. Well, champagne like is big sparkling white wine. No, champagne is specifically from the Champagne region. I was going to say, it's a sparkling white wine, though, from the Champagne region. But, uh... I think the guys so like, with me. Anyway, so I was asking them this, and they're like, well, because champagne is... And I'm like, don't you fucking say that, because I know. <laughs> right. Don't call Wayne's World to me, son. <laughs> I haven't seen Wayne's World, so I'm not even trying to do that. <laughs> but like, you haven't seen Wayne's World? No, I have not. It's just... I don't. I, I got just, nothing. I got nothing. Told. It's like my favorite movie of all time. I know. Well, maybe one day we should watch it. Like, I, I feel like it's on you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. It's going to be a spicy one. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to a spicy episode of Hobby Night in Canada. I'm your host, Tom, and with me, as always, are... You're up. Dan, I'm sorry. I'm passing notes in class. <laughs> I just got caught. Care to spicy. share with the rest of the class, Daniel? Bob Watts is CEO of Privateer Press. That's what the okay. says. Okay. Who's next? I'm Ward. Mike? <laughs> and I'm Steve. <laughs> All right, so... I've been watching a lot of hot ones lately, so we'll just like put a little. We'll, we'll save the last oh, app for the end, one. you know. Okay, yeah, yeah, I'm you know. Wrong. But uh, it's still going, man. What is it? Is it yeah. a thing? Is it good? Yeah, it's been great. It's getting better every year, and the season premiere is next week or end of this week. Okay. And they have Gordon Ramsay on hot ones. Okay, interesting. Yeah. So. YouTube show. If you don't know oh. what it is, it's uh, where they eat hot wings and they talk about stuff. They have the interview celebrities and give them successively or incrementally more I've, spicy I've seen, hot wings. I've seen it, but I haven't been interested to know the name of the show. Yeah, there you go. That's about me. Yeah. I kind of remember it. <laughs> it's spicy. I can imagine. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. Excuse me, how many times I can say spicy today before getting really bored? I think I'm already near that limit. <laughs> I would say I want to move on. <laughs> really? Then why don't you talk about something? What are we talking about today? This Week in Hobby, go. This Week in Hobby? What the hell have I been doing? Uh, I, I have got know. a display board done. No. Yep. Yeah. That'll be done when that shit is painted black around the oh, side. Okay, so the IKEA tray. Goblin green that rim. That would be horrible. So I'm, I'm using the, I'm the, into it. the typical IKEA tray, uh, but we've done a little bit something different. We, we chopped off like the, the rounded handles, so made it flat on the normal like upper portion, so you can flip it over and make a little like pyramid display type thing. Um, so you don't have the lip it's obscuring. Elevated. Yeah. It's like yeah. a dance floor for your models. That's very much correct. Yes. Yeah, 100%. Um, so you yeah. have to put in Harlequins now. Actually, yeah. It's like a dance floor, therefore I need Harlequins. It's like an elevated state. It makes sense. Uh, yeah, the rest of my hobby, I don't even know what I've worked on, really. It's been just like... Uh, absolute mismatch of trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to play after the FAQ dropped, because I... So... I placed best overall at uh, out of the basement. It's the first time I've ever done that. It's very happy about that. Very happy with my list. Clap. clap for Mike, people in internet land. Yep. Uh, and then Steve, the next day, fuck. oh my god. <laughs> you can, no, it's okay. They can clap for me. I'm, I'm fine. Oh my god, my brain. <laughs> I thought you meant like because Mike wasn't clapping really that they I should clap just, to replace. Just don't read into it. I just fucked of, up. Just move okay. on. All right. Good job, good job, I'm Steve. Don't lose Mike. Dumb. Remember Mike and Mike. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> what has happened? I Tom said clap for Mike instead of clap for Steve. Okay, that's it. Yeah. 
And we made fun okay. of it. And then Ward was confused. So <laughs> I'm, I am also confused. <laughs> um, anyway, the next day, right after the tournament, I was about ready to lock in my list, literally submit it to Besco's pairings for the LVO, and the FAQ changed uh, the fact that my list was no longer legal for Vigilist. So that was neat. Uh, yeah, not yeah. just change the rules interactions. Full on, you cannot take that detachment the way you were taking it. Yeah, 100%. Even, and it contradicts the exact wording in the, uh, the book. Anyways, that was fun. So I think I've painted up some witches. I don't know what else I've done. There's more work on the spears than the last time I saw. Yeah, I did, I did a bunch of work on the spears, got a bunch of characters done for the tournament. Uh, there's all sorts of little random things, but I, I don't even know. I'm lost. Yeah. I'm lost. Somebody else go. <laughs> you look a little frazzled. I'm so frazzled. I'll go. Will you? <laughs> uh, no, so I, I got a little bit more work done assembling some more orcs and uh, got a bunch of a bunch more shit based and primed and, and ready to get going. And so nothing is fully done yet, but I'm getting closer on like some of my converted trucks that I did up. Sick. Got a lot more color on them, and I'm hoping by the end of the week to have those two guys done, so. Cool. That's yeah. awesome. I didn't paint anything, but I played a game of Kill Team against this guy over here. That's pretty awesome. I and feel like you didn't play a game of Kill Team. You just, like, put I, models on the table and pretended. I played a game of watch me roll nothing but ones and twos for about 30 minutes until I run out of models. It was great. I was <laughs> passing a dramatically higher percentage of my armor saves than, than Dan was. You're playing Orcs. And all of mine were six plus. Sick. Yes, I believe. That's even better. I have a I have a suspicion we weren't tracking the armor saves in the first turn, but I don't think I passed a second armor save until I had one model left. Cool. With I'm pretty sure it was armor. one for ten. Yeah, it was either one for ten or one for twelve when that's I passed just, my second armor save. That's just punishment for not playing games. You got to play enough games so it normalizes. Yeah, my dice were they they were a little bit rusty. They did not have like the rested like bonus XP or anything like that. No, totally. They just were like walk me roll literally nothing but ones and twos for like half an hour. Like roll a flamer. I get five shots. This is fantastic. Not a, not even a three. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Five ones and twos, just like bam. Ward, how about you? I. Uh, Pretty much almost finished uh, assembling all my my four hel- Helverins. Uh, I just got to finish the arms. I've got the armor plates. Uh, so they're currently just Idgers? They're not Armagers? <laughs> oh, God oh, damn it. Man. Man. This is why I drink. <laughs> that, was, that was actually pretty good. I'll give you some credit on that one. My dad jokes are on point today. I, think, yeah. <laughs> I like that one. On fleek almost. Yeah. I that feel I like you like. should adopt an animal <laughs> so you can say that you're a dad then. And such. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> he did. He lives in his basement. Oh, that's true. That's true. It's true. I did I adopt an about, adult ginger. I did forget about your child, man child. Um, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, so those guys are assembled uh, other than their arms. And uh, I've played a couple games against Steve. Yeah, you can, uh, you can tell everybody. Last little bit. You can tell everybody. No, that's okay. Well, if that's Steve okay. is best overall, and you can beat him, that, what does that say about you? You're going to win the LVO. I'm I'm the champion of the world of 40K. In f- I should just retire, actually, right now. In I'm fairness, not going to LVO anymore. I uh, built you the strongest second list I could come up with. Yeah, because I need it, because I'm going to get a, butchered at LVO. That is a point-and-click <laughs> boogeyman list. Three gallons is, like, a thing. It's terrifying, and you know, and play, and playing the games, I really like the armagers. Like, 
a lot. Like 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 or like love. Like like. Although you know what was interesting know. that game, I I went and set it back up like each turn yeah. and sent photos to Nick because I've been doing the coaching thing right. Yeah. And got uh, turn by turn feedback on the game. Yeah. And he was basically like, yes, even with the LA talk stuff being not nearly as killy as the Inari stuff, uh, it would have been a lot harder than before. You should have won that game. You played terribly. I was just like, oh. I, I should have won. I should have won. He was um, like, you, what, what are you doing with any of your deployment? Oh, I played terribly? No, I played poorly. I'm, com- I'm confused. I played poorly. You <laughs> won. Steve you won. played bad. Nick tells Steve, Steve played bad. Yeah. Uh, Ward, fine. Uh, okay. You played fine. You okay. did the right thing. Okay. I just apparently, like, no, none of that was the right way to do it. Gotcha. Anyways, it was interesting. There you go. Makes, makes sense. So by process of elimination, you're going to do all the wrong things. In practice, so that you can do all the right things. That's the matters. plan. That's the plan. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, that's not how practice works. <laughs> Anyhow, Micah. Uh, what did I do? I put together a lot of models, like 40. And I finished painting one orc biker, uh, five fanatics, and almost finished uh, Zargoth skits, I think. Are they the new fanatics? Yes. Oh, they're so much fun. Are you doing traditional black robes on them, or...? I did black-blue. I didn't do gray. So they were, like, a really, really dark midnight blue on them. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah, I like that more than the gray. I find it always more... more. Yeah, with, like, I don't know what the right term is. Colorful. Yeah, yeah gentle. It's more interesting. The yeah, night goblins were just, like, edge highlight with codex gray and fortress gray. Uh, that's not necessarily a great look. Yeah, I get Super it when you fun. have a hundred models to do, but I, I don't think it actually takes that much more effort to do like a regal blue or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, now. you can just fucking call black, yo. Or yeah, sure, that too. Yeah, because GW is actually doing for so much of their black color schemes nowadays. They do like Incubi Darkness, Thunderhawk, and uh, Fenrisian Gray. Yeah, which when I was thinking about it recently, I like because I, I was just thinking like if I was to redo Ravenguard now. Would I still do the blue-gray the way I did before? And obviously I wouldn't do it with discontinued paints. Yeah. But I probably would redo it with that Incubi Darkness style, like, or cold black or what have you. Um, yeah, it, It's just so much more interesting than a flat black. Yep, I agree. I would agree entirely. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I All right. Went. Yeah, you did. Okay. Um, I guess I also played it out of the basement. Um, and I was... Five points back from winning the Stunty Cup, which was the overall for the tournament. That's awesome. Yeah, it was so close. That sucks that you didn't make it. It's a good result. Good result, good result. The flings, uh, people thought they were pretty, so that was fun. Now, every time you say the flings, I'm always just like, what? what is a fling? But halfling. Yeah, it was, well, it's half a fling. Half a fling. Gotcha. Half it's fling. fine, we're good. We can move on. <laughs> was uh, more an out loud thought than really anything. Should have just been an inside thought. I like, I like... It's outside inside thoughts or inside outs. <laughs> Anyways, so I'm really excited. Um, just transitioning right over because we're doing great. Um, Shut up and take my money for me is Kilty Marina. Holy fuck, that looks cool. Yep. Um, I'll give you that. So Kilty Marina, like somewhere to park your boats. Marina. Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Kilty <Spicy>. Marina. <laughs> I feel like I feel like my streak is over. That did not go over as well as the. No, that was one. garbage. That might have been a combo break. That was garbage. Uh, no, but it's really cool because I was. I don't know if you guys read the designer notes on it no. um, on the community page. No, it basically it has two different sets of scenarios. Okay. One for like competitive play, and then one for ultra competitive play. 
Oh, <laughs> so four ways to play? Yeah, apparently. Um, but what's ultra really... competitive is what? What does that mean? I don't know. Does that mean you have to have your models ground up afterwards, or like <laughs> you, when, when you play and you lose? Those models go to your opponent. Oh, it's like old school pogs playing yes. for keeps. Gotcha. Yeah. Or like playing for slaps or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but your, no. Your VP differential is a number of slaps. Close yeah. fisted slaps. <laughs> that's, that's called a punch, Steve. Full on Archie slaps, yeah. Uh, no, but the other thing that's really cool is that they're introducing a deck of objective cards into it. And when you buy the set, it comes with two decks of 12. So that okay. both players have all the cards they need from one set. I do like the fact that it's two sets of cards, so not every single person has to buy a copy of it. Like, half your guys, friends, gaming group, whatever, could pick it up. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense, because you probably have, like, one ultra-competitive player in a lot of gaming groups, right? Where I think there's a lot more casuals in those sort of friend circles. That Filthy makes a lot of sense. casuals. Yeah. Fucking casual players. You know, what I'm, you know what I'm saying? You don't <laughs> need everybody to buy this supplement that way. No, so, but I do want everyone to, because... They, <laughs> Well, because this is the way that we can go play Kill Team at, like, t- uh, board game cafes and not have to worry about taking, like, another box of terrain with us. Yeah, totally. It's, it's basically just the map and doors and a little bit of scatter. Yeah, so totally. it's like the Space Hulk or Necromunda Underhive style uh, corridor cardboard maps for people that aren't familiar. And then there's just a few bulkheads for, like, doors and objectives and ammo crates and stuff. I'm hoping so the cardboard very map minimal. is also um, printed in the same quality as everything else they've been doing. Because they're like uh, Blackstone Fortress tiles and Space Hulk tiles. It's great. Um, I don't think it has that glossy finish, but it would be the same as the other Kill Team mats, which are fine. And then on top of that, uh, Jack from Maelstrom has started making Kill Team size neoprene mats. Oh, cool. And so I just got to get in on getting him to make one that lines up like design-wise with the layout. Is Um, it always the same layout? Well, there's two, right? There's the one side and the Uh, other side. Arena will have... Like, it's predefined, like, corridors, right? So yeah, it has yeah, yeah. that solid black you don't background like, for the impassable terrain. You don't like, uh, oh, there, it's not, okay, I thought there were tiles that you could, put, like, put together. No. Like, it was, like, No, it's, it's, it's a fold-out like 22 fold by 30. Yeah, it's a fold-and-half oh, cardboard okay. board. It's not, like, modular. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, it'll um, it'll be really cool. I think it's going to be great for the community to have... You know, some some good standardized just pick up and play stuff. Yeah, totally. Because I do as much as I love the like diversity in gaming. Old old wooden chips. <laughs> yep. Oh, fucking hell. Um, you pointed to me. You I, it, it was it was a, it was supposed to be a wag. Of don't do it. Oh um, no, you should have done. That I thought it was correct. just a cue. I wasn't even if he didn't it. point it, you should have said it. <laughs> I knew he was going to say it either way. Um, I actually wasn't. I didn't think of it until you pointed. Oh, it was a wag. It wasn't fact, a point. It was fact, a wag. The fact that you pointed and that happened that quickly is quite impressive. <laughs> <laughs> we have a thing, um, but no. So it's as much as I like the diversity in gaming. Uh, I do also like having some predictability for like organized play. Yeah. So you can kind of go, you you know what's going on, it's easy, the setup takes very little I've time. I've talked about this a ton, like just having a sort of a social, that, that idea of a social contract. Yeah. Like you go, you show up, you know how to play the game, and everybody's going to show up with 10 40k models because everybody plays Kill Team. It's some sort of commonality. Yeah. Like I don't think we're there yet, but like that would be, I- not well, I don't want to say ideal, I think Shadespire is the closest thing to that right now. In a lot of cases where everybody has a Shadespire. Uh, that did game. take the walls to build up to it. It, it yeah. happened quick, but it wasn't overnight. As but well. it's it's a good model to emulate, though. Like, yeah, forty yeah. k is just way more popular than yeah. Shadespire, frankly, and I think it has a lot more legs. But if but if everybody like has a kill team and you can choose, I don't know. Maybe it is a thing where like in a if there was an organized play format, maybe you get to pick which of the cardboard mats to play on, 
and it's like one of the opponents picks the table and one of the opponents picks the scenario. Yeah. You like you could do cool formats like that that wouldn't be outrageous and it would be less of a demand like the TO doesn't need to have like 30, you know, totally. gaming mats to play if everyone brings one of their own, right? Yeah, yeah totally. I agree. Right? And that's it's a model that people are doing like X-wing players often have mats that they bring the Shadespire players especially because that's part of your list. You yeah, need totally. that. Yeah. So I think that would be I think that's a perfectly reasonable model uh, to emulate for any kind of like competitive or organized play for a kill team. I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. And I just like being able to make it easier to go to places that serve beer. Yep. <laughs> like, and that are open after 9 p.m. Yep. Those are so, both good points. Agreed. So I'm really excited for that. Okay, next, take my money. Anybody? Oh, yeah, because that's what we're talking about. Yeah, that took a long time. Mm. Could have been almost period. Oh, Should we man. Call it <laughs> I can't even think of anything else off the top of my head right now. There's, I know there's stuff going on and things happening, but like, because I'm still trying to like rebuild my checking account a little bit. So I'm just like trying not to pay too much attention to new releases. Okay, well, we'll skip you. Fordo. Uh, I know. You could just talk about what you just bought. What does I. Oh, the night? Yeah. Yeah, well, I got I got a night, but I did have other stuff that I was going to talk really? about. Really? So, yeah. Oh, so. Heinous stuff to talk about. That's less exciting. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pick up the new uh, Titanicus book, the uh, campaign oh, book. Shit. Titan Death. Titan Death, as well as the Warlord's Proof. So I will bite the bullet and, and go with that. So it's it is cheaper than buying a whole new warlord. So true. It's not going to cost one hundred and thirty dollars. Effectiveness. So It'll just be fifty two dollars. And then uh, oh Dan, you're only being cheap because you're broke. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I was also then I was also looking at gadgets plus. Uh, they had a. Um, Display down at LVO like last year. Basically, they go through Shapeways, and he's got some designs that uh, you can put on uh, knights. So he, yeah, he was oh yeah, definitely well known for some of the Imperial knights. And yeah, Admet I bought a bunch of his well. stuff because I bought a bunch of his. You bought the fist um, the fist guns for yeah, the fistellans, pews. Dacastellans and fistellans. Those are their actual codex. But he's also doing. He's done a bunch of stuff with Egyptian style, so kopeshes. So the armager close combat. Guys, the Hellglaves or whatever they're called, Warglaves, Warglaves. Uh, murder, murder the, Hellglaves. There is a Kopesh version for for them. So that looks that would look way better because actually the one thing I don't like about the Armager Warglaves is how stubby that chainsword is. Yeah, so it is really really stubby, which so is what, why I really like the Hellbarons for the Warcloth. So he's he's got quite a few options that way and, and everything too. So. He so also has some Titanicus scale um, upgrades as well. I you do not just one armager then, one Hellbaron, and Warglaves? So what, what, what's, what's going on here? What do you mean? Because you, you need to do one Hellbaron. Te- technically for the event, so yeah. yeah. I'm, sh- I'm shooting for three, so that way the... Uh, don't get, don't get cocky. <laughs> <laughs> um, finish one first. Finish one. And then, uh, but yeah, so I've got, I've got four, because I got gotcha. two, two boxes, right? Yeah. So I've got four. I don't have any of the Warglaves yet. Oh, you just bought so, four Halverans? Yes. Hardcore? Yes. And it still weirds me out that Hardcore. they don't come with two sets of weapons in the same box, like yep. every other kit. Yep. Entirely separate kits for the different arms. Yeah. But, yeah, it's all right. Cool. So, yeah, it makes sense. That's what I'm going to go with. So are you planning on, on maybe having your knights be kind of Thousand Sunny themed? That's what I was thinking. Like, if I if I have, like, a slightly different scheme, but still something that would re- feels really Egyptian uh, for a knight uh, faction, I think that would be... Are you going to do them in red universal. or blue? Like, new, new, a new old uh, Thousand Suns? I don't know which one to call I was thinking about... Chaos Thousand Suns or Pre-Heresy? I was thinking about doing them red, but then, I don't know, The I feel like the Anubis head and the Kopeshes would... Look yeah, better with a darker scheme. Blue. So blue tealy, black. 
Yeah, so. that, that black enameled kind of like old Egyptian look would be really cool. Yep. And uh, one thing to note is there is um, a section in the Titan Death book that talks about which night houses were aligned with which um, legions, and it gives color schemes for those night houses as well. I did see that, but I didn't see the legion that I was going to paint up my Titans. So yeah, there's a few of them. There's a few of them. That would be the big thing. Uh, I was actually going to uh, originally go with possibly a night scheme that used colors from the Hobgoblin from Spider-Man. What, what colors are those? So he's got, he's got some like darky, steely, like chainmail sort of like looking and then it's like a, an okay. orange brown sort of but like not the hemoglobin <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. so, oh man so my new I'm, favorite I'm character just trying to, I'm just trying to think how that would look as like an Egyptian kind of color scheme as well so, interesting yeah. wouldn't be too far off because you do see that kind of like golden brown and black combo a lot golden of the time for brown. Egyptian colors could, could be interesting it'd be similar enough yeah so that's singing a song about that's it so, for you that's, yeah yeah <laughs> I hate GW. Um, <laughs> okay, so you're buying some GW stuff. Uh, the Titan Death, obviously. I want to get one more weapon sprue uh, so I can outfit my uh, Warp Runners. And then uh, it's going to be both of the new uh, Shade Spire gangs that are coming up. And Squeak Hoppers everywhere. <laughs> everywhere Squeak Hoppers. I think you should paint them brown. I think, like, giant meatballs running around the table would be really cool. I really like the the green ones with the red goblins. <laughs> yeah, so much. Nothing bad at all came out of that idea. Uh, yeah. you, were you here for that one, Ward? No. No, he wasn't. Yeah, it makes sense. Oh, did you miss the entire hemoglobin discussion? Jesus we'll, we'll catch you up afterwards, because I feel like... He's already taken we've, enough we've of done our this. time. We've done this already. Take yeah. your two favorite things in the world, superheroes and HIV, and mix them <laughs> together. <laughs> Don't uh, forget white supremacy. But, but that's three. That's number three. Uh, okay, Fuck. I'm going to continue on with this this train. Yeah. This train wreck. Uh, thank, thank you, DC Comics. I'm going to not go with anything GW this, this week. <gasps> because I'm a little bit salty. No. Uh, you're not really that salty. It's fair. Uh, it's more just a little panicky. A little panicky. <laughs> um, but I actually have been staring at that infinity box that I haven't been able to paint. Uh, I want to revisit my nomads and figure out what I actually want to play for infinity. So I don't have anything in uh, in mind specifically, but I'm going to come back for some infinity. Well, and you're kind of at a point, too, where you've got quite a few options of painted armies for 40k. Yeah. So you can actually start maybe... Plucking away at things like a Blood Bowl team or Infinity or a yeah. Blood Bowl team or, you know, <laughs> you could possibly team. play some Blood Bowl. I could. I actually really want to do Infinity. Blood, Blood Bowl? <laughs> you should, honestly, you should come down for, to Powtown this year. For Blood Bowl? Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. It's a hoot. We'll see. Okay, well, I could I could do it. I have Glart kicking around right there ready to roll. I know. I could do it. I you just, can. We'll see. Okay, so... Um, before this episode started, we were, we were definitely kind of at a bit of a loss. We're going to talk about what is going to be named. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> Just as a side note, get him on a segue. Oh, he's going to be Paul Glart. <laughs> um, Mall rat. But like we were, we were throwing around some ideas for topics, and one of the ones I was like, "Hey, what about? Why don't we've talked a lot about GW? Let's talk about some other companies that are like really hitting out of the park <laughs> that, that are not games workshop." <laughs> Tumbleweed just goes by, yeah. <laughs> and. We realized that that would not actually give us any content. So, moving on. 
<laughs> you okay, Jesus. Bro. Okay. I just said Paul Glart, and then I said Mall Rat. Yeah, that was the extent of it. <laughs> it wasn't that great of a joke, but it was funny. No, apparently he's... <laughs> he's a little tired, I'm thinking, too. Okay, oh, anyways. Uh, Games Workshop did something really amazing uh, in the last 24 hours. And that was update. not just break Steve's army. Oh yeah, no, that was that was on Monday last week. <laughs> that was last week, which was funny for me. Um, but funny no, for everybody, did this just see my heart shatter? <laughs> yeah, but no, they they actually, and I I didn't see this coming, but they FAQ'd a new or like they added a new beta rule. Yes, for the Space Marine Bolter. Yeah, that is. Surprising. I don't think everybody was talking about and dropping hints about how Marines are going to get a huge boost. People are thinking that maybe there's a new codex right before the whole uh, 49 days or whatever we got left with chaos thing that they were talking about. I feel like I feel like a month ago I was just loudly bitching about how bolters need to be better, and everyone was like, "Don't be crazy." Well, Reese Reese on the on uh, signals has been saying, "Wait for wait for February, wait for February." Marines are going to get better. I don't listen to those sorts. I know it's also January. Yeah, well, I mean, it's leaked, right? It's going to be, I think, in February, quote unquote. Well, it was, no, it was on the community page. Warhammer community page. Oh, they yeah, actually posted it. Yeah. yeah, so it was live like, today or yesterday. Either way, I didn't realize it was on the community site. I just saw it on like a really yeah. You need to go on that fucking site more, man. I know. I, I did, mm, it's bad. Go there daily. There's great stuff on I know, there. I know. I know. All I know. the time. I know. Um, anyways, the the rule is, I think, exactly what a lot of marine units needed to make them just slightly better, because they were marines were always on the cusp of being. Just about there. They were pretty decent for their points cost. They had pretty good survivability. They had decent damage output. and that, But nothing was, was incredible. They didn't excel in any area, which means they were basically useless. And some of them were <laughs> kind of, like, a little below average. Sure, so, yeah. For saying, the points. I'm saying most of them are, they're, they're generalists, and generalists just aren't great, right? They don't in general. Uh, in general. So what is the rule? So the rule's really cool. Because uh, basically, what they've done is that now it's ba- it's rapid fire as before, where you get the two shots within twelve inches. Um, but now, if you are stationary, you get the two shots within your full range. So yes. that's the normal rule. Yep. Or if you are a bike, or a terminator, or a vehicle, you just always get to double your shots for okay. rapid fire only. Yeah, rapid fire weapons that have bolts specifically. And you have to be an Adeptus Astartes model or to do it. Uh, Heretic Astartes or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. So the cool part about this is your intercessors, in my mind, because I think that's really the new tactical marine. Frankly, yeah the the bolt rifle is included in this definition. So the the rapid fire version of the intercessors definitely are going to be the only ones that see the benefit out of this. Two shots for at 30 inch range at AP minus one strength four is solid, especially with Marines getting you reroll ones everywhere uh, for hit into wound for all chapters. And then Gilliman always giving you the reroll everything. I mean, it's just intercessors in my mind are the biggest winners out of this whole thing. But even so good, I would actually almost argue that bikes Yep. Um, got a huge uptick oh, here. Oh, totally. Yeah, because the, the, the rest of the rule is that, again, so you, you get to double your shots if you're within half range, if you remain stationary, or if the firing model is a Terminator, Biker, Centurion, or Vehicle. So a lot of the units right now that are kind of non-existent in the meta 
just potentially doubled their firepower outside of 12 inches. Yeah, Hurricane Bolters on a Land Raider Redeemer are not terrible. I mean, Land Raider Redeemers probably want to get close to get people into combat nonetheless, but still... Gotta use those assault ramps. Yeah, because that don't do anything. Yeah, but uh, Terminator's getting four fucking shots now. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Terminator's deep striking in somewhere not just where they're going to get immediately countercharged by something scary. Like, being able to do something and pump out 40 shots at range is, is pretty solid. Yeah, like, Terminators could... Or any, like, drop-potting units, they could deep strike to try and get, like, line of sight to get an angle on something that they couldn't hit normally, and they can still pump out damage at 13 to 24 inches away. Yeah. And not just have it all halved. I think one of the more interesting things is, um, so, the other thing that I think people haven't really noticed is Grey Knights are really affected by this, because they're, everybody's armed with a Stormbolter. Yeah. So that's pretty decent for them as well. So they get a ton of shots, and they could certainly use the help. Death Watch, we're already seeing some competitive play, and they just got straight up better because you can put bikes in the same squads and that kind of thing, uh, Terminator units in the same squad. So uh, I think Marines that were on the cusp are actually... It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the, the meta in the next little bit if people actually start going back to playing Marines. Or if they'll just take 10-point scouts that got slightly better. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I, I keep coming back to is a 17-point intercessor uh, with Indomitus Crusade veterans with their 1CP strat to throw out 40 shots at AP-1, that's fucking good. And at 30 inches as well, not just 24. Yeah, I, I keep, like, you compare them to my Shining Spears, which are toughness 4, 2 wounds. Uh, I mean, the Shining Spears have a way more mobility and have an in-ball save, but they pump out 36 shots. Uh, and I use them as a shooting unit a lot of the time, right? Like, they do have laser lances and some other tools, but that's 300 points, and they don't get to reroll to hit and to wound because Gilliman's standing near them. They have to actually cast Psychic Power. So I think that 170-point Intercessor unit with Ultramarines, Mike... <clears throat> oh, yeah, I got way better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really good. You know good. what's actually a little bit fucking terrifying for me is the notion of people looking to start taking four, maybe five of those Intercessor units. Yeah. Because I mean, there's always, there's always a critical mass that you hit with some of those units where it's just like, yeah. okay, this is a lot of two-wound toughness four models. That are now actually doing decent enough output, right? Yeah. Like, I think, you know, we look at some of the kind of modern uh, counters for this stuff of Orc Boys. If you're pumping out two shots at 30 inches... Before they're at, on top of you. Yeah. Because with, with Intercessors before, you had to be within 15 inches to do that. The whole squad, you're going to eat a charge. Yeah. Uh, and you're probably not going to kill the whole squad. Oh, hell no. Not in one round of shooting with boulders. Even with 40 shots, you maybe get close. you got to get through 30 boys. with Again, reroll to hit and to wound. Let's say you do get pretty close, but that's one squad of boys, and then you're going to get mulched by something else. Uh, now you can do that at range, which is super cool. Really yeah, you cool. Just, you don't have to put your head in the guillotine to get any damage output out of basic yeah. space marines now. Yeah, I'm interested to see, like, aggressors also not having to worry about... Uh, They're assault too, aren't they? Yeah. On aggressor, assault. Or assault whatever on aggressors. Are they assault? They're assault, yeah. Ah, shit. Yeah. So they're, they're still good. So they're, complete, they're completely unaffected by this. Yeah. But the neat thing is that I think it's going to really open up a good space for Space Twin Armies to operate in that 18 to 24 inch range from their opponents. Oh, yeah, no, I'm thinking of their Assault 3 and they double the shots, they're stationary. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sorry. Aggressors are weird. They, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. They're not hurting. I'm still happy. I thought they were... But, like, they can really just try to really keep that buffer or, like, no man's land between them and their opponents yeah. and still be effectively in maximum efficiency for all their models. Yeah. 
you know, which is really good because a lot of other armies, when they're in that range, are not going to be able to go tit for tat with Space Marines. Yep. Because very few other armies have that level I mean, of survivability. Compare, compare a Tau Pulse Rifle at that range, right? It's strength 5, no AP, rapid fire 1, it's getting one, one shot. And then the Space Marines shooting a Toughness 3 model with a 4-up save. Yeah, totally. Very, very different. Uh, so they can out. And they're also hitting on threes. So I'm pretty sure Tau will only be S4. Yeah, I mean, Tau have marker lights and all sorts of stuff like that. But sure, again, whatever. you you got to, once again, use a, a not guaranteed resource to get similar effects as a guaranteed Space Marine resource. Right? Like yeah. That's, that's significantly better. It's interesting. And it is interesting, too, again, just because there are multiple chapters and multiple other. <laughs> Those cans are very, very stealthy to open, by the way. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> there are multiple different builds and chapters that do seem to benefit from this, like uh, Raven Guard units, because especially with their chapter tactic where they want to be beyond 12 inches away. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So they can retain their minus one to hit while still putting out damage. That's an interesting point. Which, yeah, whereas yeah. before, it was like, I either get defense or offense, because if I stay at long range the entire game, I never fucking do anything. Yeah. Yeah, so you're blinking 10 bolter shots versus actually doing something yeah like it's no joke to be doubling your firepower while retaining that defensive bonus so yeah it's a really interesting point for sure i'm actually really excited to see um chaos uh, rhinos with triple bolters because they can do that or even just like my iron warriors marine and heavy infantry armies yeah like now might have a bit more of a space again yep totally um, Especially because they, do they re, do they have something like bolter drill where they reroll ones to hit? I can't natively? remember. I honestly haven't somewhere. looked at the, yeah. them at this edition because it was Nurgle until I got bored, and then it's just orcs, and it's probably going to stay orcs for a really long time. Fair enough. Um, but honestly, I'm really happy with this fix because they could have gone too far the other way. It feels a lot to me like the Daka 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 rule, yeah. where it's really cool, it really helps out, but it's not like Daka Daka is a fucking game changer. Yeah. Right? Like, it still needs a six to happen. Yeah, they didn't double the number of shots on, like, heavy bolters and, and shit like that. Like, things that were already okay. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. I think the only other thing I'd love to see is actually making some, of like, Space Marine heavy weapons less impacted by moving. Because, frankly, a Space Marine with a heavy bolter shouldn't give a shit. Yeah. He's probably I had mean, a couple of years of practice. Lugging around a heavy bolter and trying to be super accurate with the way they're holding those guns. Eh, maybe hitting on fours is okay. <laughs> I don't but, know. You know what I mean. But like, if a yeah. guardsman can do it and also hit on a minus one. I also think guard weapons platforms where they're clearly like on a tripod and need to be like carried away via vehicle, like shouldn't be able to move fire. That's my opinion. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. But no, it's it is interesting because there are a lot of there are a lot of space marine vehicles, like land speeders, um, is my go to example for that, where I had a couple of land speeders with the cyclone missile launcher and multi meltas before for just like outflanking strength eight and all that kind yeah. of thing. But they're terrible in the current edition because they're generally not within aura range of anybody for rerolls. And if they move, they hit on fours. Yep. And against half the things you want to shoot at, they have minus to hit penalties, some stratagems and whatnot. So you're just never going to hit anything. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. So there's there are, I think, a lot of marine vehicles that, yeah, the bolter thing doesn't really help them, but maybe <clears throat> ignoring the move and shoot penalty would help to a certain extent. Like Yeah. And again, land speeder firepower is not going to break the game, but it might make the unit playable. Yeah, totally. Um, I want to see this is a so that everybody's been talking about again. Marines getting better. I hope this isn't the absolute end of it because, and not just for Marines either. There's other armies that need fixes like Grey Knights. Grey Knights really need to be revisited. I don't think they're that far off from being okay. And just making everything cheaper isn't really a very yeah. fun solution either. Yeah, totally. Well, especially when the bar has been set, and you know, I think we've kind of danced around this topic 
a lot, and I can never remember what we've talked about on the podcast versus what we just talked about when we've been shooting the shit. But you can't introduce a Primaris Marine as like the new Space Marine and then water down a Space Marine to be effectively as good as a Guardsman, like with strength four and tough four. It's like you, you, you yeah, need, you especially need, when the fluff is like this guy's a giant seven foot tall super soldier that can absolutely just snap a Guardsman in half. Like, like thirty guardsmen. Yeah, exactly. Half. Like the background doesn't fit the the rules for the model. Like what, when people pick up Space Marines because they've read a novel or whatever, and they decide they want to play the game, and then suddenly they're just like, "Oh, these suck." Because they're like a thirteen point model or something yeah, now, somewhere around there. Yeah, like, I think that's right. not a lot. No, I mean it is forty k. There are titans running around, but still, a marine should be slightly better. And this is a really. Fu- I'm just happy to see that. Yet again, Games Workshop is seemingly addressing things in Hey, nobody's bought a tactical ways. squad in a while. What do we do? But that's kind of good in my mind. I actually don't have a problem with them going back to old product and making it good because people already bought tactical squads. And and with the Bolter rule, too, they don't have to like revamp or come up with like a new kit. It's just like change the rule slightly. Bang. It's interesting yeah. that they're doing and this, it though. Apl- and applies universally to people's entire army. And it's not like when people were ripping off all their plasma guns to put grav guns on everything and buy third-party grav guns, because the models already have boulders. Yeah. Like, Tassel ones already have boulders. I want to see them come back to... We, you were talking about this uh, earlier, Dan, and you're totally right in my mind. They need to come back to chainswords, uh, because that's the other iconic space marine weapon that's just not amazing. A chainsword in an assault marine's hands should be worth something. Yeah, just or in a captain's hand. Getting getting the plus one attack on a strength four, three plus to hit guy with no AP, who gives a shit? And it's super iconic having a space marine captain or some sort of hero with a chainsword. And now it's like, why? What, what are you doing? Chainswords are, are effectively combat knives. Yeah, I mean, with yep. an extra yeah, attack. Pretty much. They do the exact same thing as this big scout knife. I was, yeah. I was thinking about that a little bit today, and like if they, if they said, like, uh, Astartes Power Armor gave you uh, each turn you got to choose to boost a, a stat some way. So like, cool. so like the uh, Assault Marines then would like boost like the strength stat to hit guys and damage them a little bit better or you could go into defensive cover a little bit more and boost your save for like a turn on a unit, that sort of thing. So Yeah, it's an option. Some, I mean, Something like that could kind of be cool, So, but that's... Totally. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's basically like combat drugs for witches. Be just per game, really, at the end of the day. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, if they come back to Space Marine close combat weapons, um, then I think you'll see armies maybe actually being played. Because you'll have a counter assault element that they don't really have right now. What and also, fucking... oh, sorry, no, I'm going to forget again, uh, so I will interrupt to get this one across, but Intercessor Squads can now take Power Fists on their Sergeants, mm-hmm. and Reaver Squads still have no fucking melee weapons for their Sergeants. They're a melee unit with no extra melee weapons. Like, a handful of strength four attacks with no modifiers ain't going to do shit. Give well, a fucking power fist to that sergeant who has three attacks base. Yeah, I, I don't totally disagree. I mean, if you play Eldar, all you have is strength four attacks, and that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but you just volume of volume of uh, attacks is a thing. It's just how you stack them with aura abilities. And, you're, and the problem with Reavers is they're never in an aura ability. Yeah, because they're another one of those infiltrate Yeah fight ahead of the main body kind of units where getting any kind of buffs on them is really hard to do and they're just super underwhelming. Yeah, totally. Because they're, they're bolters, they don't have the minus one AP rapid fire bolt rifles, they have the assault two, you know, basically like little, you know, little st- old storm bolter style things. So their, their firepower is not very effective, their close combat is not very effective. 
Like they have sonic grenades or whatever they're called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, eh? I think we could wish list all day for yeah. other units because I've got I've got lots in the Eldar Codex I'd like <laughs> to see a little bit better. But it's definitely encouraging, and the beta rules are definitely not a bad way to do it, uh, especially because it's a sweeping change that will affect like half the Codex. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> and frankly, like at least a third of the Codexes, right? Like, yep. Codices, like because you've got. I do really appreciate, this is one of the first times they've ever done this, where they've made a change like this for Space Marines, and it's automatically, on release date, also impacted the, the Heretics. Yep. Because, like, I remember back in the day... You know what's actually really interesting? Thousand Sun Marines. Yep, oh, I was thinking yeah. Or even just the fact that you can get cheap as fuck Chaos Terminators. Yep. Because you can just basically give them fairly cheap combat weapons, which is one of the things that they have as a nice option over top of the, the regular marine ones. Mm-hmm. You just give them the, the power axe instead of the power fist. And that with the combi bolters. And they're a pretty decent unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like I remember back in the day, as a Chaos player, Space Marines would always get cool shit. And we never would. Yep. Yeah, you chapter have, tactics, you have chapter tactics, all that sort of stuff. We occasionally put your toughness five in brackets. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> you get for brackets for free. Death. Yeah. Yeah, they very rarely ever actually made chaos stuff better. It was always like revisions to make it shittier. Shut up, 3.5. <laughs> okay. 3.5. Dude, it was one fucking codex. <laughs> that was really fucking good, and you're paying for it still. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what pisses me off the most about it? Is that that codex had a couple OP things in it. But otherwise, it was just really fluffy as shit. Yeah, well, that's the, the amount of, that was the same thing with the uh, Tyranny Codex in that edition, though. You could have all those biomorphs on your Hive Tyrant, and it, you could make broken-as-fuck shit. Although most of the... Because I also played Nids back then. Yeah. Uh, most of the biomorphs were pretty fucking expensive. So, like, you were paying through the nose for a lot of that shit. Yeah, totally. Especially if you are putting it on, like, the Warriors or the Gaunts or the Gene Stealers. Winged Hive Tyrant back in that edition. Yeah. Hmm. Well, at least they didn't actually have a winged time pirate model, so you had to, like, buy a dragon or bit sort of the yeah. wings or whatever to make or, it happen. Or a Balrog. Yeah. yeah. No, you couldn't back then if you wanted to play it in an official tournament. Yeah. No crossing the streams. That's true. I forgot about was, that. Yeah, it was a weird time. It was a very weird time. <laughs> it was, like, these amazing models. Like, fuck, I, as a Wood Elf player, then they released the, the, the Ants, and I was like, fuck, these are so much better than our shitty treatment we have right now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck. Or it's like, oh, you don't have a Great Eagle model available for four years, unless it's Lord of the Rings. Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, I digress. Anyways, it's really cool to see the change. I'm really excited about it. I hope it means that uh, some people at this table are slightly more excited about maybe giving their space for an armies another whirl. Because I did have a lot of those old <laughs> retro units. Some not people. the new shinies. It's yeah. not me. Well, you got all the new shiny stuff. Right Your shit is good. I mean, I have... Primaris Marines, but like five of them are built. <laughs> and have you sculpted their toes in yet? Oh, those are all those are additional ones. But yeah, I guess I have like ten built. Okay, but I do have to sculpt um, feet onto the sandals of the Reavers still because I give them sandals. Okay, we need to move on. On that note, <laughs> why? It's, it's important. It's I important. I don't like it's hobby content. I don't like <laughs> Marines with open-toed sandals. <laughs> but they look like flip-flops. They do. It's weird. With capris. Well, I, I think before modification, they kind of look like power armor crocs. To be clear, we're talking about the Reavers, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah okay. With Powered their, armored crocs. Because they had the weird, like, capri pants where the <sighs> armor plate, like, doesn't come all the way down to their ankles. I do not like the Reavers. Just straight up. I don't like them. But mine ones. will have bare feet, and they will be amazing. Okay. You gotta give them, like, some Tommy Bahama patterning on them. 
<laughs> Marines on vacation. Just like <laughs> every time you deploy them, just blast some yacht rock on your phone. Like it'll be great. There's a like more Tilly hats. Reminds me of uh, there's a podcast roll to seize. If you haven't listened to it, it's hilarious. It's a 40k comedy podcast where two guys play uh, one of the 40k RPGs, but they play it as two idiots. And in one of them, they go to a 40k vacation world, and it's hilarious. Vacationing in the 40k. Is it like Riza? It's it's just like a it's just like an ash waste. That. It's like an ash waste. And they're just like oh, it's like the desert. Just don't stay out too long. Riza was kind of ashy. Well, it was like a giant beach resort. I don't know if that's ashy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it's, it reminds me of that. Marines on vacation would not be a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so I totally can't remember what the next period was. We're going to talk about products we're excited for in the next year. Cool. I told you it was going to be a spicy podcast. We're all... I feel like I kind of already did that. Fuck. Frazzled. Um, um, yeah. I can start. Go ahead. Okay. Army painter strong tone. <laughs> That's thinking outside the box. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I bought it. I need to try it. So the only reason I bought it is that Barry, um, earlier in the week, was recommending those three shades yep. to me. And then when you were like, you need to get these, I'm like, fuck it, I'll try them. Because everything else that company makes is shit. Except for their tufts, as we've all discussed yeah. earlier. I yeah. Like tufts. But even then, you have to super glue them because the adhesive is garbage. They, their new ones don't even have really adhesive. <laughs> They've like gone to this like paper backing in the new packages. Oh, I haven't seen those yet. Yeah, I bought like eighty dollars worth of tufts. So I'm worried they're gonna not make them anymore because <laughs> they changed them slightly. So I was like, I need all the metal flowers because I have an army that's using them for their basing. So I just bought as many as I could. You bought a lot of tufts. A lot of tufts. Um, Where'd you get them from? Uh, app to game. Oh, really? Yeah, app to game, uh, which is actually a solid store. Anyways, mm-hmm. Army Painter products. Hopefully they get better, because I do like their strong tone. I got a chance to use it, and I like the Tufts. I'm excited for them to not suck as much anymore, because I think they're actually on the right track with their like whole philosophy as a company. They're, they're trying to get people to paint up their models quickly to a, uh, like a tabletop standard, and trying to show everybody that you can do that without having to put in crazy amounts of effort. They're trying to make it accessible to people, which I think is a great place to be. It's great. I just, I can't... I can't stand when you always see it online when someone's like, what primer or spray should I use? And someone's like, Army Painter. And then someone else is like, they're shit. And then this one guy's like, okay, so here's how you solve Army Painter's spray cans. You have to, like, spin around three times, touch your nose. You got to cough 14 times to the northeast side of your building that you're in. Then you warm up a bowl of water and submerge the can in it for five and a half minutes. Now, it cannot be boiling hot, but it needs to be warmer than lukewarm. Now, after this is done, you need to shake it at least 23 and a half times. Then you have a three-minute window to spray smoothly. I'm like, fuck you! I'm gonna use a G-Dub spray, I'm gonna take it in, like, minus 15, shake it four times, and it's gonna come out perfect. Like, fuck that noise! Like, seriously. That's, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, we've I think we've all seen a post, maybe not quite to that level. <laughs> it's hyperbole. <laughs> Some of it, not all of it. But the GW part is legit. Like, I sprayed that in minus 30, like, you know, earlier, and it was fine. You just do two thin layers so it doesn't, like, glob on the model. I sprayed in fucking minus 30, and it worked. Yep. I sprayed in the GW varnish in the rain to see if it would work, and it worked. Because <laughs> I was like, because humidity is terrible for varnish. So I was like, I'm kind of under the, like, eaves on the side of the house. And it was fine. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. So, like... 
Okay, you don't have to jump through hoops. All I'm saying, that was my pick for this year. The product that I'm most excited about is Army Painter. That's, that's a bold move, Cotton. It didn't uh, <laughs> didn't buy us a lot of time to think, that's for sure. <laughs> no. <laughs> Who's next? So mine, um, also not Games Workshop, is the mm. Hobby Night in Canada 7 Stitches. That was a stipulation of this segment, is not GW product you're excited about. Is it? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think we talked about that. Okay, um, but we're I'm a, probably about three weeks away from actually getting them in my grubby fingers are Hobby Night in Canada 7's pitches from Maelstrom Gaming. So for those of you who don't know, Blood Bowl 7's is a version of Blood Bowl where, guess, surprise, surprise, you play with 7 models instead of 11. It's a faster game, um, so it plays in like an hour instead of two hours. It's really fun, it's really brutal, and they are outdoor hockey rinks. The ODR. Yeah. What the outdoor rink. Yeah. The ODR. Um, and they look fantastic. Like, the little details he's put into them. Um, like I'm, the Yakupov jersey in the dead pile? Yeah, I love it. Is it actually Yakupov? It's yeah. a 64 jersey. It's Yakupov. And the Calgary one is a Lanny McDonald, like, retro jersey, which I also fucking love. Yeah, um, they're cool as shit. But there's a lot of little details. And what's really fun is once I get my hands on them, I'm going to start running events. And because there's actually already rules in Blood Bowl for, like, frozen pitches, you can do modified events where you have, like, mm. the, the pitch actually interacts differently with the game. Um, so I'm really excited to get those. Actually see them in... Because I've only looked at them in like on my phone in this tiny photo. So getting the actual large neoprene pitch in my hands is going to be great. And Jack is bringing in, like, an extra... 14 or 15 just to sell to whoever wants them. That's pretty cool. So I, I'm expecting them to be a really hot commodity because they look fucking cool. Yeah, totally. So that is mine. Nice. Who's next? Can I, I can go with my cop-out one because it didn't come out in 2018. No, it's not the Battletech starter, Dan. But it's out tomorrow. Is it, though? Actually? It really? Uh, there's a few places that are selling them already today because they're allowed to sell them tomorrow. Wow. Some places just don't care. Wow. But yeah, the game of Armored Combat box, the one that has like the eight new non-shitty models, is apparently like actually a thing now. Okay, I'll, mm. I'll, I'll allow it. And if, if, it's, only- if it's tomorrow and stores have them, and they exist and aren't just a unicorn... So the the issue, the only slight issue in uh, the Alberta stores being this, the few stores that uh, the people on Facebook have talked to, they will bring in a copy if you like special order it, but they're not just necessarily going to have some sitting on the shelf. All right. Well, so we have yet to find somebody uh, local that is just bringing in copies for general consumption. I feel like Century Box would be the only one that they're not. They're not. That, yeah. so. Really? Sentry Box is doing um, like special order only for the new starters because oh. they have a shitload of BattleTech product on the shelf. Which some of the players insist still moves. They insist it is a different selection. I don't know if that's just somebody reorganizing blisters on the wall to make it look so like they through, sold. Yeah, but um, inventory says otherwise. <laughs> but um, yeah, like Meeple Mart, I know they a lot of their stock for BattleTech has um, gone down to out of stock over the last little while. Um, but they on their, there is a placeholder on their website for uh, the new box sets as well. So Meeple Mart's going to bring them in. Um, What's so, the MSRP? Uh, the there's two of them. There's the the two player beginner box, which is just two models. Uh, nineteen ninety nine US is the retail on that, and the eight model nineteen ninety nine nineteen ninety nine. Holy shit! And that's with like are the models not just like horrible? 
They are they are like um, pre-assembled plastic ones, but they look pretty decent. They're not like really? GW quality, but they're not like necessarily Cool Mini or not bathtub plastic either. Which is not to pick on Cool Mini or not. That's just the first name to come to, to mind. Yeah, they had some plastic models. were not great. I'll give you that. Yeah, they're they're not like the really cheap PVC ones. Like yeah. they're actually decent quality. Uh, with new designs based on new artwork. Yeah. Because cool. they finally settled the Harmony Gold lawsuit for hopefully the last time. Cool. Um, so yeah, the new models, new designs. Again, there's um, there's two models in the twenty dollars set, and the the one with the eight models is fifty nine ninety nine US. Does and it also come with the full rule book? Uh, no. That's not bad. <laughs> really? No rule book? It comes with like starter rules. The previous version of the box didn't come oh, with the full rule book okay. either. That actually doesn't that doesn't surprise me. That's the way GW does their stuff now too. Because why scare people with a big rule book? Yeah, the the MSRP on a hardcover rule book would be like the cost of the entire box. Yeah, totally. So they're not scaring people away like that. Cool. Nice word. And and that book oh. as well has been available previously. So people that have the book will buy the set just for the models and save money. Instead of buying like fifteen dollars per blister pack for one guy, they can buy eight models for sixty bucks. So nice. it's actually a pretty good compromise. Yeah, it'd be nice if it had a pamphlet or soft cover version of the rule book, but I feel like that book would probably fall apart because there's a lot of flipping between pages in a BattleTech game. So I was I was trying to cut you off because it was BattleTech. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I promise this year that I will try to listen to BattleTech. I will be that's a that's a low standard. So I'll accept it. accepting of your. Personal outlook on the world. <laughs> you don't have to embrace it. The you trick is accept it. <laughs> go play BattleTech with Dan, and when you're going to do it, bring a bottle of whiskey. Oh, I could get into that. Ward, what are you? What are you picking? I know you're. Ooh. I've been putting you on the spot here. That's a tough one. Non GW, something that I'm excited for this year. Well, I mean, it's still early in the year, so I, I don't know what's all going to be coming out, but. Second edition drop zone. <laughs> I am excited for uh, yeah, that. But we'll see if we'll see if that happens. So, but uh, second edition monorail. Oh, exciting! Monorail. The monorail was. I don't care if the game comes out. I just want another monorail. That was a neat model. A new a new monorail kit. Yeah, that could be kind of interesting. That'd be a dual rail. Monorail. 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 <laughs> it's just a train. <laughs> it's just a fucking train. <laughs> Sorry. Um, oh man. Come that, back to you? That's the one. Come back to me. Come on. And it's back to you because I don't have nothing either, man. No, 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 no. <laughs> I got one more. I got one more. All right, go for it. Things worth thinking about. Um, Malifaux 3rd Edition is just last week started up in uh, open beta. Cool. So I haven't played the game in a while. I heard, they, I heard they killed a lot of things off too. Didn't they, they killed like three or four masters, but they're giving them like legacy rules to be played anyways. Okay. So they're, they're going to have tournament optional, but most players are going to just play. So it's just like how Elder Altherin died and then didn't die? Pretty much. Gotcha. So, yeah. no, I, I think it's going to be cool. The game got pretty stagnant, um, and they just started releasing shit faster than... Pe- and in a game where every model that comes out can pretty dramatically impact how you're playing, Sure, it was just too much. It was like if every year you got six new Space Marine units... That had a dramatic impact on the army. Like six, like, Reboot Gilliman type things? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. It just, it was too much. Robote. <laughs> uh, but it could be really cool. Uh, I'm hoping to give it a whirl once it kind of gets finalized. I really don't play it enough anymore to, like, give a fuck about beta testing. And to be honest, I normally don't really give a shit about beta testing, because... Unless it's beta bolters. Yeah, but I lo- you know what? Fuck that. This is something I'm loving about Games Workshop. They're not doing these, like, big open betas for the most part. Like, Sisters, obviously. But they do these little betas every once in a while where it's just like, try this in your games. Yeah. 
And if it's cool, we'll put it in uh, fact or chapter approved. And if we need to, they'll tweak like a little bit. Yep. So, I bought you some time, Ward. Yeah, we tried. What now? <laughs> um, are you excited about nothing? Are you dead inside? Are you a robot like me? Uh, I, you know what? I think this year is the year of the robot. Where just there's there's so many cool like robot kits like new BattleTech coming out. I'm excited for like the knights um, because okay. of Steve, right? The the little armager army, okay, uh, that sort of thing. And then um, I was also thinking like I've got those like retro '60s robots that I that I need to work on. Do it! Oh, right? I forgot about those. Yeah, I so need someone else to play against. And this is not a test. You're in your admec phase. I I feel I feel like. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm getting ready to pray to the uh, the robot masters when they take over the world, and I will be a loyal subject. I need more shit for my Momakians to beat up on. Oh. And subsequent waves of the Fallout game will include synths. I think synths are in wave two as well. Mm, cool. Interesting. So Institute would be cool. So yeah, I've I've got a lot of BattleTech. I've got Knights. Uh, there's something else too that was just Titanicus. So it's just robots, robots everywhere. Fair enough. And your thousand sons are basically automatons. They are basically robots. Yeah, so. Literally soulless. <laughs> or so, I think they are just a soul in a... In yeah, a I base. think the soul is just the only dust. thing that's left, really. Yeah. Is yeah. They kind of got, like, half of the spirit You poke a in hole in their armor and dust comes out. Like that sweet assassin in Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should move on to our third period, because that was a bit of a cop-out. <laughs> Especially since Mike didn't I didn't do, do it. Honestly, I've been so disillusioned with all those companies. Remember, we tried to think of companies that were doing well, and nobody had anything. Corvus Belli. Okay. Corvus um, Belli. Slow and steady. Slow but and steady. Anyways, nothing outside GW has really interested me in the last year. So it's not really wow. a cop-out. I, really, I, I feel that this, is surprising. I feel this time last year we were excited with a lot of different companies and, and the stuff that they were showing yeah. like around Christmas time. But it's and dropped this, the ball, not pick year, it up, yeah. not run with it. Yeah, There's nothing like, okay, drop zone, Hawk Games. So drop zone, gone. don't talk to me about that. Well, it, worse. It, seriously, gone. you know what it feels like? It feels like Games Workshop went to university and then went back to their elementary school to beat kids up. <laughs> like, like, not junior high, not high school, but they're like, they're back, and they're just like fucking up some grade threes. So it's, it's the after credit scene from Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Landing <clears throat> in a helicopter. Beating the living shit out of children. <laughs> yeah, well, but really, that's kind of what it is, right? Because most of these companies have only been around for like five, maybe ten years. Right, I think Privateer Press hit 15. But... You know, they're fucking themselves over. But yeah, seriously, Games Workshop is just destroying everybody else. All we need is Mordheim and Epic. And Battle be Gothic. Battle Gothic. Battle Gothic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't bother bringing back Inquisitor. It's fine. <laughs> that one you can skip. You know, no, honestly, <laughs> the, model, the models were neat. The game was the but worst. Could you imagine, though, if they did actually do 54-scale Inquis- like Inquisitor-esque models now? I th- oh, you know what? I, I think don't want them to. What about what do you think if they re-released or came out with like new ones? I should say of like Forgeral busts. Oh my god, that would be so cool! Forgeral bust range would be I, very much preferable to fifty-four mil models are an issue because you want to play with them, and then you're like, what the fuck do I do for scenery? Yeah, fair. I th- I think that. I think Forgeral bust you get, like a bust collection would be card scenery. Awesome. You get the foam bunker. Remember that sick piece of terrain? I still have one. <laughs> the Imperial Hab thing or whatever. Yeah, that doesn't fit 54 mil models, but is way too big for 28 mil. Yeah, that thing is a bit of a shit show. But frankly, that would probably be, like, the next frontier that Games Workshop would fucking crush, is if they got into 
RPG style games. Not not RPG. I was gonna say you models just, just for display, painters, like display, display models. Yeah, yeah, but you could do that for uh, a lot of the RPG style games. Like if they did like a wood elf display model, you could totally paint that. Sorry, for sorry. If they did a better wood elf display model, because I will tell you, as a man that has a fifty four millimeter wood elf model, yeah. is not it great. was the worst model. Which one? It was a staff gift in like 2005 or 2006. Yeah, oh. it's not great. <laughs> I didn't work for the company in 05. It's a 54 mil war dancer, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, is it a war dancer? I think it's a war dancer. I was going to say, it, just, the, it looks like balls. The Eldar Ranger. It's a, it's a Warhammer cosplayer in 54 millimeter scale. Oh. Like, it's, it's weird. The face is garbage. Like, it, it's just bad. It's, it's so bad. And you, it really pains me to say this because I'm a longtime Wood Elf player. Who like would love? I would love to be able to look at that model and be like, "I'm gonna do this up for a painting competition. It's gonna be great." Like, no, <laughs> no. It, it's it has left the box once. Can okay, you see this at some point? It does not, in fact, give you wood. No. Okay, but my point is, if they it's did the anti boner, if they did a uh, a range of uh, painters miniatures that were in that 54 mil scale, that kind of thing. Yeah. If they did 54 or 75 mil busts, not just horse heresy character series. A lot of people that play like D and D and that kind of stuff. You can I, I think so. Like, uh, like I've seen like a, a third party. I think Tau won that. Uh, oh, there's a lot of those. Um, like, what is it? Like Artel W or whatever is, those knockoff the, companies. The one that Israel painted that looks fucking awesome. Yeah. And like, I think things of that nature would again really cater towards the more hobby hobby side of things. And we've seen that like locally also like take off with. Um, the miniature invasion painting contest here, uh, the Peter Flat uh, Flagon Flagon uh, painting contest at uh, and even just right? AMSA events, right? Like exactly. you know, one of the things I love right now is I'm starting to see names posting shit on that AMSA page. I don't know who the fuck they are. That's great. Lurkers are now coming out of the woodwork, which is in my mind amazing because the community is growing, right? What you want? But it would be really cool to be able to do up like a fun bust or something. That's it's not a, from a third party. Totally. Because then they can use the like legit proprietary imagery, yeah, not cool. just not just uh, like Gregory Eisenhower <laughs> or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> like those Gregory <laughs> Eisenhower. <laughs> I don't know it's combination between the president and the inquisitor. <laughs> well, it's Gregor Eisenhorn, right? Yeah, I know totally. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm saying if it's Eisenhower, that'd be amazing. But you know what I mean? Like it's all Eisenhower with a really. pistol, a <laughs> <laughs> bionic eye. That would be sick. Now, now I just want Teddy Roosevelt as like a fucking uh, machine cult guy. <laughs> like he's just riding a tear across the screen. That'd be amazing. Winston Churchill as a commissar would be great. That's Games Workshop, do this shit. <laughs> Historical 40k. Anyways, uh, next period. Ward tournament prep. How's it been going? <laughs> well, more importantly, how I guess the question is more for everybody. How do you tournament prep? So, I mean, for me, you really wanted somebody to go down there and play 40K this year. So, I mean, we do know a lot of people that play 40K that go down yep. to LVO, but you wanted somebody to... Commiserate. Hold your hand and basically... That's the tournament prep? It's basically... Okay, okay. But I guess the question... It's, it's, well, I mean, it's not tournament prep. Like, I feel like... I, I've been sliding back in 40k because of this for sure. Okay. And, and I blame you 100%. Good. It's fantastic. So, so it's it's good. Um, however, I am a very slow painter. You doy. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, but yeah. getting. Pro tip for being a faster painter, actually put paint on models. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I think I think the problem is that like I'm <laughs> I'm such a perfectionist when it comes to cleaning the models, and then by the time I get them assembled, I'm like I don't want to fucking look at these things right now. Um, so that's that's part of the issue. But uh, like I said, it's the year of the robot. I'm very excited about robots in general. Um, if you got a robot, I want to meet it. That sort of thing. Um, Are you gonna get one of those <laughs> Japanese seal robots, like those companions? No. Pretty I, I didn't even know about this. Um, but he's interested. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to meet it. Um, but no, for, for I mean, term, for, Terminate Prep, um, getting, for me, getting back into 40K, uh, getting some, like, games in, because, again, like, playing so many different games or so, so many different versions of a game system, uh, rules blend together qu- quite a bit, right? So choosing this edition, choosing the secondaries, what really works for this specific army. Uh, has been a big factor for sure. Uh, thank God I've had Steve help me out, like building like lists and ideas and and practice and that sort of thing, and having painted stuff for me to default to for for this event to get back into it. So hey, there's still uh, enough panic here. I might just play your list, <laughs> <laughs> and then I just get to drink in Vegas. Apparently, okay. No, you can take the salamanders. Oh my God, that would be a absolute shit kicking. <laughs> Hey, Bolters are better now, right? Mm-hmm. No, not, not, not at the time not of Not at LVO. That would be an uphill battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess more generally, how do you, uh, Tom, you've gone to international events before. Yeah. Uh, how do you prep for an event like that? I guess it kind of depends on what the event is. Uh, if I'm going with a tournament in mind, uh, it, it kind of starts with what do I need to play? And then occasionally I will be thinking about the list I'm taking in context of how the fuck am I getting it there? Yep. That's that's a big factor for sure. Because one of the things for me was when I was looking at that Nurgle army for going to LVO, I was like, I really fucking love Playgrounds. They're an amazing unit. I should take some. How the fuck am I going to transport those yeah. internationally without them just getting destroyed? Yeah, totally. And Buy them when you get there and then paint in the hotel room. Actually, not a terrible plan, all in all, for those models. There's not a, really a better one I've heard yet. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't hate that. Like I hate it. But like going down a day early to just go to a store, grab them. Like it's not horrible. And then just like give them to somebody at the event at the end of it. Just like here's some play drones. <laughs> you deal with these spread. things. <laughs> yeah. Hey Frankie, enjoy some fucking play drones. Like airbrush them up in your hotel room. Bring down an airbrush. No, I just I just fucking like. <laughs> yeah, um, couple round cans. There you go. But like for me, I guess. Oftentimes when I'm going to international events, like when I go to, when I've gone to the LVO, it's been for Malifaux, it's been for Blood Bowl. Um, when I go to Lock and Load, the only time I ever took all my mercenary army was when we drove. Okay, interesting. Uh, every other time I like pick and choose. Like one year I'll take. So this you wouldn't take the galleon. I do really, but I won't take my galleon and the Earthbreaker. Gotcha. So like one year I'll take just dwarves. One year I'll take just uh, pirates and like mix it up like that. Yeah, that's also for lock and load, where you don't have to lock into a list, because you're not playing No, tournament. but if I were, like, I'd still figure out that list, make it work, right? Yeah. Um, but I guess, for me, a lot of the stuff, too, is uh, um, really just finding something I'm excited about Yeah, is, is a big thing, because yeah. the last thing you want to do is, oh, man, like... I'm not feeling Blood Bowl right now, so I'm going to fly across the fucking continent to go play Blood Bowl. Like, I'm just, yep. I'm not going to do it, right? Because you're just going to be kind of bitter the whole time. It's got to be about fun. When you're traveling that far for gaming, like, you want to do well. Yeah. Like, you want to still be competitive. And I do very distinctly remember 
my first game on day three from Malifaux, I'm looking at the table, and I legitimately felt like I was standing at a 45-degree angle from the ground <laughs> instead of a 90. And I'm just like, like, I shit you not. Like, the whole world was just... A couple... Yeah, okay. I made it to that event. <laughs> like, I made it. <laughs> and the waffle sandwich saved me. But, like, it was... You know, but it was still fun because I was enjoying Malifaux a lot. Yeah. I didn't want to do it the next year. This year coming up, I'm so excited about my orcs right now that, like, I really want to play them for a year and have that as, like, a good goal for the end. And so so, your, your tournament prep for LDO next year is orcs for the whole year. Yes. Interesting. But yeah. But, like, like, taking it at a, at a medium pace. Yeah, so I think, like, for me, the other big thing, too, is when I'm doing international play is not leaving it to the last minute. Like me. Well, because ultimately, <laughs> you you got to kind of fix in what you're taking. you got to plan around what case are you going to use. Do you have to buy a new case to make it work? Do you have to buy new foam for your existing case to make it work? You can't do that shit the week of, typically. We're going to have to figure that one out because I don't have a case for my knights. <laughs> so good luck, Ward. <laughs> don't break them. We'll, we'll figure it out. You can borrow this one if you want. I'll, I'll bring some glue. It's uh, no, I don't like that either. <laughs> um, I really no, don't like, like that. Isn't there like a spray foam and you can just like spray it and then crack it open? Uh, How fucking like cool that. That. <laughs> that would be so legit if you had that for like if it didn't actually just rip all the paint just, off. Just I, wrap the model in like a plastic bag. See, None I mean, of this is okay. Encase it and spray insulation foam. That's I'm thinking like demolition. Just that, bring like right? a hammer. So and you're okay fire. with war. Borrowing with models. Not really anymore. <laughs> so it's the demolition man, like, foam in the car. Yeah, absolutely. Where right? it just encases so, you. Yeah. yeah. And you just, like, chip your way out of the styrofoam after the car accident. <laughs> I, mm, none of this is good. <laughs> no, anyways, like, I, I think the big thing is plan really far ahead. Because it's not like going to out of the basement or onslaught or something here. Yeah. Where I can just fucking drive home. Yeah. And get it. You could drive to Las Vegas, technically. Yeah, but um, if I get there on the Thursday and realize I don't have something, I'm not driving back home and then driving back to Vegas. That's not going to happen. Gonna, you just have to make do. Just no commitment. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, for myself, I I have a huge problem actually figuring out what I want to play. I, I want to play everything. That's part of the, the issue. Like, all the models that I own, I like. Right? Like, I'd love to play my Knights. That'd be fun. Like, I, I wish I could change it up every game. So it's always a big struggle for me to actually figure out what army I'm even taking. Um, which is which is part of the reason why I actually signed up for the coaching stuff this year. Is so somebody could talk some sense into me that aren't you guys, unfortunately. I feel it. I just love how so, so many of the things he says are things we've been saying for so long. I yeah. feel in March, though, we should, like, put up, like, a dartboard. We should throw You should throw a dart, and that'll determine what you're going to play for the following year LVO. So then you have, like, a year of... You, I, well, you know, in all honesty, the Eldar that I... I have played Eldar now for yeah, eight stop months. It. Oh, wow. Yeah. Eight months. Because the, the prior to that, for two years, I played AdMech. Mm-hmm. And you know what's kind of interesting is I didn't do particularly well with the AdMech. I love the models. They're probably my favorite range in 40K, all in all. Um, I really enjoyed painting them. I love their background. I never had a huge amount of fun playing them because one of the things that I like about um, Eldar and Knights and why I enjoy playing those models is I like big stompy stuff. Things that are scary and fun and like Talos and Knights and Wraith Guard, or I should say Wraith Lords and Wraith Knights, that kind of stuff. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, uh, they don't really have that in Admech aside from the Dragoons. Or Knights. 
I'm saying I could take knights, but I didn't take uh, knights with my admech last year. Right? I wanted to play pure admech. Um, and yeah, what you said about having fun with the army, right? That's a big thing. I've been having way more fun playing Eldar. Yeah. Uh, and I think that makes it easier to prep and practice and paint stuff and get that going. So when you were saying you're enjoying your your the night so far and you uh, like the armagers, it's kind of interesting because I think that's will help uh, help you stay motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just play lots of games. Yeah, that's probably the other biggest thing is just know know your shit well enough. It because you don't need to know everything, I mean, but you need to know your list. No, yeah. no, nobody goes down to like lose necessarily. Like I'm not going. No, down I did last year. Uh, but well, but that intent. that wasn't the intent <laughs> when you went down, right? So like I'm 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 going down, and again like not like a ton of like gameplay practice with the, with the new edition and everything like that, um, but good enough that I can work my way through six games over the over the week, um, and then I forget where I was going with this. <laughs> you'll know something. You'll you'll actually understand the army by the time you're you're done. Are you yeah, free? Absolutely. And the main thing is, in my mind, if you know enough about the game to actually get through a decent number of turns before they call time, that's going to make a lot of other people a lot happier with you as well. Yeah, totally. you'll have a more enjoyable gaming experience if somebody's not like tapping their watch and the th- whole time. And I think me going like this is like the first like 40k event that I've played in fucking forever. So going with like a smaller like sized force, uh, I think that would ignores be an entire phase of the game. Better for the psychic phase, yeah, it's yeah. a huge thing too. Right? Right? That's so. why I always like Necrons for starting out because they're easy to play. There's they're pretty straightforward. I think this also uh, you have less models to manage that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean the thing is, is you really just need to know how the mechanics of the game work and your army. How your opponent interacts with your army is really up to them. Uh, you can just ask questions about how you interact with theirs. That's all, that's all you can control anyways, so it doesn't really matter. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Anyways, I mean, really, the end of the day, have fun with it is my opinion on it. Like, if you're going to prep and it's going to be a chore, some people can get through that, and those are usually very good players. Um, for me, if you're not having fun, it's, it's tough. I say this way too much, but if your goal is to have fun, you always win. I know it's like super like dad That's so cheesy. corny, but you're right. But it's fucking true, right? Yeah. You know, it you're playing twice soldiers. What the fuck are you doing if you're not having fun? Like what what right? is this? Yeah, it, it, yeah. You can't yeah. even really win any money. And and with the international events too, it's like an awesome chance to meet people from all over. Cuz yeah. cuz it's not going to be we're going to the LVO and it's not going to basically be like 90% people from Vegas. And ten percent like other international people, yeah. right? So well, it's it's a major event. You're gonna meet people from all over North America. We met people from Spain. Yep. Right. Those guys are rad. Yeah. They're, right? they're, they're you there can kind of talk to them now. I can kind of talk to them now. So they're yeah. uh, they're there to have fun too, right? Like that's the the other thing is everybody's there to partake in this bizarro hobby that we do, which is a big part of it. Yeah. So just just the social the social part of it like I'll, I'll be able to go on the pub crawl and like talk about the games and see see the that's kind of play that's kind of one of the things why I really wanted to push you to do that is because there's so many more people playing 40k the commiseration one of my favorite parts about a tournament is the commiseration and and you know going the first LVO when we went to the one dinner and basically everybody played 40k except me yeah at the event so like like I still was like social with everybody but I didn't have that connection yeah. like talking about the games like oh Oh, hey, uh, how did you do in game like four? And I was just like, I didn't even play four games, so 
I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> or the year we're just like, I was painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but that that year was like super stress free. Last year was super stress free. So, well, speaking of the pub crawl and the other things that you mentioned, how do you prepare for the theme? Ooh, Ooh uh, so this year, this year, are you gonna uh, give it away? Oh, I guess you can. I was gonna say you got your theme already sorted out. Oh yeah, out. it's it's done. He's got he preps his theme before he preps his army. So, <laughs> it, I, one year you need to do Canadian tuxedo. It's it's priorities. Oh, that's a good one. I like, <laughs> I like that. One. Uh, <laughs> Do they make socks out of denim? Oh, I hope so. Get some like denim kicks. Because uh, in like, my in my head I was make, thinking head to toe denim. I'm like my, denim socks. My birthday's coming denim up, chicken. so if you find them, just denim say. underwear, you could skip. <laughs> like I think that's just a bad life choice. Okay, fair the enough, chafing so. would be strong. <laughs> And oh, oh yeah. Last but not least, well, sorry, I'm just gonna grab mm-hmm. comfortable fucking clothing, shoes. Holy shit, shoes is a big thing. Especially you in Vegas, fucked. you are gonna be walking. Yeah, like the one year I brought Docs and fucking Chucks. Uh, Chucks. Yeah, you yeah, know. And I had blisters on my feet that were larger than beer cans. Yeah, you don't like, want that. It was. No. Um, sorry, Ward. No, no, no. That's all good. So theme. yeah, I mean, I, the first year the theme was kind of set out for for the the pub crawl, and nobody followed it except me. Yeah, uh, correct. So hence the nickname now. Uh, and then the, the follow- singular theme. The, the singular theme. And then last year he didn't really specify anything. And this year he didn't specify anything. So last year I just kind of defaulted to again the same outfit. So which was pretty awesome. It was light enough. Uh, February or January in Vegas wasn't like super warm at night anyway, so yeah. it kind of came in handy. And then snowsuit, if anybody didn't know, a, one- <laughs> a onesie, a onesie, bright uh, neon '80s snowsuit, which was fucking amazing. Uh, but then I got tired of borrowing it because uh, it was uh, coworkers, that sort of thing. So I was trying to decide what I wanted to do this year, and just some of the comments on uh, some of the, like, the local group guys around here got me thinking about. Uh, Where's Waldo? So I ordered a... Where's Wardo? Yeah, so I ordered a... He's in every background photo. Uh, yeah, yes, so... He's in every photo from the LBO pub crawl. Pretty, and whatnot. Pretty, I'm, in a f- I'm in a few. Um, and, it's, and it stands out. But uh, my goal is not to have, like, a side-by-side photo with anybody. I... I plan on just being like in the background of everything. <laughs> so you're gonna photobomb everyone. That's the plan is just to photobomb everybody and just like have a drink in my hand <laughs> through the entire pop crawl. So Okay, but our theme for next year when we're all going down has gotta be Canadian tuxedos. Okay. <sighs> that, that one I mean that one seems pretty good. I mean so. I like denim. <laughs> Straight up. It's gonna be I like so denim. good. <laughs> That's a lot right. of denim. We should move we should end on that. <laughs> yes. That's our prediction and, for next year. And big belt buckles? Does that that's not a prerequisite. No, because we're not we're not cowboys. We're just Canadians. So like ripped, dirty denim. <laughs> yeah, like just, I could probably rock my cotton jeans. Yeah, because finding a jean. and it's got to be that light blue, horrible denim color. Oh like, yeah, like terrible light, light blue, blue, almost white. Yeah, like no, 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 not acid wash. Getting no, close. No, no. Getting it should be getting close because it should be faded. Yeah, just on on like knees and elbows, like just yeah, like that that lighter Levi's color. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that okay. looks disgusting. Get some so we're gonna talk hands. about this when it's not on other people's time. So <laughs> until then, this has been another episode of Hobby Day in Canada. I'm Tom. I'm Dan. I'm Ward. I'm Mike. And I'm Steve. And play some games, paint your models, and have fun. And wear denim. And wear denim. <laughs>